Hello, welcome to Basement Rave, a podcast about music by two teenagers. I am your host, Jocelyn. And I am your other host, Eli. Alright, so um, basically this episode is just a short introduction um, uh, about what this podcast is going to be about. Um, also, like how we met, how we became friends, how we got into the music that we listened to, and... Yeah, yeah. Um, so like I said, this is a music podcast. We're mainly going to be talking about music, obviously. Music make the world go around. <laughs> All right. Um, anyways, so like I said, I'm Jocelyn. And I'm Eli. We met, um, first grade? Yes. We met in first in grade. Class. We did not like each other. Do you remember when I took your folder home on accident? <laughs> Oh my god, that was you? Yeah. I remember that. Oh my god. stuck to my... Well, and then, um, I took mine to, um, friend's house. Yeah. Um, and because I thought you were going to be there and you weren't. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because you went to her birthday party. So, yeah. So, like, the next time I went over, I was like, oh, Jocelyn will be there. And you weren't. Nope. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, we met in first grade, um, my friend group didn't necessarily like your friend group and your friend group thought... We were weird. Horse girls. Shut up. Jocelyn <laughs> um, is no longer a horse girl, don't worry. I'm not. But, but she was. We were those type of... We never pretended to be the horses. No, but you were horse girls. We liked horses. I went yeah. to Horserama every year. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. Anyway, um, we didn't become friends until about... Sixth grade, sixth grade. Yeah, it was sixth grade. We talked um, a little bit. We talked a little bit in fifth, but we had a mutual friend. I th- we had a mutual friend, and I think the teacher wanted us to be friends. Because we were in a good way. kids. Yeah, we and were we kind were of his favorite. We were the teacher's pet. So it was you, me, and then the other one. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> we don't want to say any names. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so in sixth grade, I think he purposely put us into the same class. He came to me and asked who I wanted as a sixth grade teacher. Mm -hmm. So I think he tried to keep certain kids together. Anyway, we didn't really talk until we had the same math group. That was was really early in the year, though. It was, I want to say, the first math groups of the year. Uh, Yeah, it was. Yeah. And the second math group is when we really became friends. Yeah, we were in the same group. Uh huh. So, uh, what happened was you kind of, I think, you learned I, my sense of humor mm-hmm. right away. Um, we started planning weddings for the math characters. <laughs> it was like okay, so it was uh, the CPM. Yeah, we had math CPM textbooks. Math books. It was the sixth grade one, and they're the like the first problem in the book was this girl named Anne, and she was sort of like beans or something. I don't even remember what right. it was. We were like, God, she's stupid. <laughs> we hated her. Like, we hated this chick in the math book. <laughs> like, But then um, I was like, because Polyvore was a thing at the time, mm-hmm. and I used to go on there all the time, and I kept on seeing shirts, because keep in mind, this was 2014, so it will make sense. Um. I kept on seeing these shirts, and it's like, oh, I heart Ashton, Ashton, Ashton. I was like, who the fuck is Ashton? He's stupid. So we decided. So we like, oh, stupid Ann and stupid Ashton are going to get married. And we planned their wedding. Do you want to know who Ashton was? 
He's from Five Seconds of Summer. Is that one? That's the Ashton. He's and, married to the math book girl. And neither of us knew that. We neither of us knew it was um five seconds. Of five seconds, and neither of us really. Well, like thinking, like I said, thinking back on it made sense. It was 2014. Well, yeah, but neither so, of like, us didn't listened listen to, to um <laughs> five seconds of summer. From there, we started like doing everything together, though mm-hmm. every project, every group, you know. We also just sat next to we each other. Like so. superheroes. <gasps> Oh, yeah. yeah. We both really like superheroes, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> we did a lot in sixth we grade. We had this little thing that we were writing. It was, like, the kids of superheroes. And we made up, like, OCs and stuff. Yeah. It was My favorite was the son of Loki, and he was this little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which you kind of took later on and made into a... I would argue that you know, we both write books that... You know, are kind of just a hobby, but I would argue that Storm is. I was just gonna say, I never realized that he was the precursor. He's basically the same character. Anyway, yeah. Um. So that kind of gets into. I think, um, music definitely started to develop our friendship as well because I didn't necessarily have a music taste. I listened to Big Time Rush, One Direction, and whatever was on the radio. Yeah. Um, I they had a lot of like um like musical development when I was in elementary school. Because our sixth grade was still elementary school. So like first, second, third grade I listened to what my dad listened to. So like I listened to a lot of like classic rock. You know, I'm like a little six-year-old, and I'm like, oh, he's a Bon Jovi. <laughs> my, my teachers always thought that was so funny. And my I mom thinks that's the funniest thing ever. It is. I mean, like, you know, it's Bon Jovi, though. Yeah. Like, he's a good-looking man. Yeah, I did want to marry him. Yeah. I was six. That was, uh, my yeah. mom thinks that's the, fu- <laughs> my mom was like, I want to marry Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, like, anyway. Um, and then around fourth grade, I started getting into Taylor Swift, and that was because that's when Red was coming out, mm-hmm. and um, I have a deep emotional attachment to Red. It was the first CD I ever bought for my own money, and I, w- I only want to bring that up because at the time that we're recording this, um, Red Taylor's version came out two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, so the- I've heard a lot about it. I'm not necessarily- I love it. Uh, it's so good. All I- too well. Fuck you, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really. I'm not a I'm Swiftie. Gonna, I'm gonna make a Taylor Swift playlist for you. Okay. And you can listen to it. You're anyway. not. The thing is, you're not my only friend who had a uh, Taylor Swift obsession. <laughs> I've had multiple friends yeah. who love Taylor Swift, and I I think it's just she's uh, so versatile. Anyway. Anyway. Exactly. Anyway. I liked One Direction for a little, a little bit, but I went immediately from it was like half of sixth half of fifth grade and part of sixth grade i liked one direction a lot and when i did i was on iFunny. i know don't <laughs> don't say anything um but i was following a bunch of one direction pages that were also emos that's such a weird combination it's, like it's you want so to common think. i mean i, I guess it happened to me so. yeah exactly well and that, so I listened to Black Veil Brides and didn't like them. Yeah. So I just was kind of like, whatever. And then I started listening to Sleeping with Sirens and I was like, ooh, this is good. 
Yeah. And then I just became an emo. And then from there, you listened to, like, All Time Low, and then Panic at the mm-hmm. Disco, and then... And then... I used to number the bands that I liked in order that I listened to them. Mm-hmm. Sleeping with Science is number one. Obviously. Like, um, All Time Low was two. My Chemical Romance was three. Panic was four. I think I got up to, like, eight. And then... I think Blink was seven. And since we were friends, Whatever. I didn't have a music taste uh, like i said i listened to whatever so was on mine oh my god <laughs> every day i think you came to me with a new song that <laughs> you were oh obsessed with when we were crossing guards oh i was telling you i was like Jonathan, you gotta listen to this song by all time low it's called time bomb and you're like okay and i don't think you did <laughs> i don't think i did um we used to do the safety patrol for elementary school and we both had to do it at the same time and we're just yelling across the street because barely any kids crossed yeah so we were just sitting there and talking about music i don't know why and they let literal 11 year olds do that i know little Whatever. i don't think they don't anymore when i drive really? by i only see adults anyway anyway, yeah. anyway um eventually you mentioned my chemical romance not a specific song mm-hmm. oh no you did mention a specific song it was i'm not okay you yeah. because you were talking about the part where frank leans over and plucks because it looks like he's going to kiss her yeah. but he plucks <laughs> the like thing off her eye or I something. I thought it was funny. Yeah. So I, I remember we were like 12 or 11. <laughs> you were talking about that and I remember sitting there just being like, "Yeah, okay, okay, that's that's cool." Okay. Cuz I didn't really get it. So then one night I was scrolling through YouTube and you know YouTube, if you don't watch YouTube a lot, it will recommend random things. And it all of a sudden it was like recommended music videos for you. And it was I'm Not Okay by My Chemical Romance. And I literally I think my friend, um, my my first elementary school friend, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, she was next to me and she was like, Oh, well, what is that? And I was like, Oh, it's the song that Eli like was talking about, I I think, or I knew the band name. Mm-hmm. So then I clicked it and we watched it together. And then the part where Frank plucks the thing came on and I literally went, oh my God, this is what Eli was talking about. <laughs> so it's been kind of a, a wild card. So then I went to school the next day or whatever it was. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, guess what I just watched. And then from there, but that, then that was the same day you were like, you know, they're not a band anymore. And I think I just, my heart shattered. <laughs> When I found that out, I was so sad because out of the because at that point I think I only listened to um them all time low sleeping signs and panic and yeah. my chemical romance was my favorite of all of them. Well, and I remember I was like because I was like I want to see them all live and I I've seen all th- uh, th- of the other three but I've never seen my chem and I never will. I will. Maybe yeah. who knows? I do. <laughs> um. So from there, my chem became my favorite band. Um and. I, I do have tickets to my chem. I'm sure I'll talk about this later on and stuff, but they keep rescheduling the concert because of COVID. So that's great. Anyway, um, from there, we I started listening to other music that Eli recommended, and um, Sleeping With Sirens was a big one. All Time Low took me a while to get into, I think. Um, Panic again like i was very much like my chem mm-hmm. green day mm-hmm. 
uh and then from there i kind of found my yeah. own stuff the i feel like the, the oh good charlotte the ones that we didn't overlap that much you didn't listen to a lot of pierce the veil and i did and you didn't listen to a lot of good charlotte and i didn't listen to a lot of 21 pilots Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was and into, like, the one. and some 41, which you are getting into now. I do. I gotta listen to one more, but... Oh. I loved, like, some 41 and Good mm-hmm. Charlotte and stuff my parents liked. Yeah. And my dad did, like, 21 Pilots. He liked the blurry face era, so that's why I was like, oh, yeah. I think I kind of, like, like forced myself to like it. Because I, know that I you liked did. Yeah. it. Um, but, yeah, that that that's kind of a... That's the little bit, of us. a little bit about <laughs> our music, which also led to us wanting to be in a band and failing miserably. Yeah. So, fun fact: Susan was gonna sing. We had squeaky voices. We were twelve. I was twelve. I, I'll argue that I can't sing now, but no, you can. I've been in musicals, and yeah. Um, I was going to play guitar. And then, I don't know how to play guitar. And then all and of then I was gonna play bass, which you could play three songs. Yeah, and not even until seventh grade. Oh yeah, and then we had yeah, a easy. we had another friend who's very musically talented. Like he can do everything. He's very nerdy. He is. <laughs> he was like us, you know. Not to bring up like something that no one's gonna know, but if you've ever heard the marching band version of "Take on Me." <laughs> you know in take on me that part that's like Doo. yeah um for some reason the marching band version was like we gotta have that part <laughs> i don't know why and the only the flutes and the clarinets played it and i marched with clarinet for one year in high school and then tenor sax for two but none of our flutes and clarinets could fucking play it we had this band event with the two other high schools in our area this past year and here comes this guy our friend playing it on the clarinet does it perfectly I was so pissed. He's so musically he really talented. Is. That's why we were like, he needs to be in this band. That's <gasps> oh my we god! We became friends. Remember the stick? I uh, am remembering the French fry song he wrote. <laughs> he wrote a song. <laughs> it was more of a poem called "The Life Perspective of a French Fry," <laughs> and it was like it literally was like the birth to the death of a fry. My dog. Yeah, like literally, it this wasn't good enough. Was it wasn't good enough to even be eaten by a kid, you know. Like <laughs> he had to have it eaten by the dog. To be fair, my music wasn't any better. I uh, I would often use those like lyric generators on websites because yeah. I I was a very good writer. I don't know why I did that. Like I could have yeah. written my own stuff. The only thing I didn't generate was a song called Mikey Way is Bay. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Literally. It was a very good song. Mikey Way is Bay. Mikey Way is Bay. I love Mikey Way. Because Mikey Way is Bay. That and, was the whole thing. And repeated. Over and over. Once. And then and then it was this dramatic build up to me screaming. Oh, I yeah. love Mikey Way. I forgot about the screaming. <laughs> there was like, oh god, oh god. I never wrote it. I only wrote the lyrics. We never wrote any of the music for no. any of them. Um, but the funny thing is, um, Bay was just kind of like the term at the time, mm-hmm. you know. But 
Mikey Way was like I had the biggest crush on Mikey Way. You don't anymore. <laughs> it's died down a little bit, this but it's still there. This is he's still number one for me. I don't know, man. I talk about Frank Iero so much. Now. Mikey Way still beats out Rivers Cuomo, and okay. you know how I feel about Rivers. But Mikey Way and Austin Knight together, okay. and just oh my god. Anyway, anyway <laughs> objectively, I was the best songwriter. They were not good. You wrote very. I wrote more than everyone else did, though. I was cranking them out. They were very cringy still, but... Oh, absolutely. Because they were, like, depressed songs, and you were a 12-year-old who wasn't even... I I didn't have depression. I don't I think, think I do now. I... If, if, I mean, it's more likely now I was 12. I, was just... I think it was because, oh, look at uh, Better Off Dead by Sleeping With Sirens. That was and... even out yet, first of all. Really? When did that song come out? Um, it was... Oh, it came out with Madness. Yeah, so it was... Like... When did Low s- come out? Low was on the album before. So was that... That one came feel came out in twenty thirteen, I wanna say See, I'm not good with I wanna say Madness came out in twenty fifteen. That okay, that sounds right. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um like beginning of seventh grade. Yeah. Because it was out when I saw them. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. they did um Don't Say Anything and he's like, Don't leave me in the dark because oh, it's ghosts. Yeah, it has to be twenty fifteen because in twenty sixteen when we went to the concert they were playing just madness stuff. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's basically just a taste of <laughs> uh, ourselves um, and what this uh, podcast is going to be about. The whole shebang. Uh, we decided we're just going to end it with talking about our top five favorite artists yeah, and bands. I mean, we can talk about them a yeah. little bit. Um, Not go off on any tangent. Oh. Right. We're going to start from five and go down to one. All right. Anyway, um, so my number five is Lin Manuel Miranda. Um, and I didn't really talk about this at all, but I am really into musicals. I am a musical theater kid. Um, I've done a lot of musicals in my life. I've seen a few musicals in my life. Shut up. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, uh, Lin Manuel. Uh, I think my musical obsession really started with Hamilton. I all of a sudden I think I discovered it from TikTok when it was still musically and there was an audio and I was like wow this song is really good and it was it's quiet uptown from mm-hmm. Hamilton so then from there sparked my musical interests so and Lin-Manuel Miranda is just a very talented man mm-hmm. I love all that he's done yeah not just Hamilton but like in the heights is very good too very talented yeah which it, it, what is it, man? He's a very odd one out on this list, but oh, still. Yeah. My number five is not one out there. Yeah. Um, bringing it to that, my number five is Bruno Mars. <laughs> I love Bruno Mars. I'm wearing a Silk Sonic t-shirt right now. I just, I don't know what it is about him or about his music, but like, oh, I just, I love him. Bruno, you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't think and like Jocelyn didn't even know. No, not until recently. Until like two, like two months ago, 
that I love Bruno Mars. We went to an all-time low concert, and then all of a sudden, Eli made a comment about Bruno Mars, and I was like, wait, like, you like Bruno Mars, like... And I was like, he's top five. Like, not ironically. (laughs) Unironically, I love Bruno Mars. Literally, I did not know that. Um, I was... Like Spotify did this thing. Which I should have known year. though, because you love talking to the moon. I do. And it was on a playlist that you had, and mm-hmm. I, I should have known. Talking to the moon. Um, it's. I don't think it's gonna be one of my top fives in my Spotify rap this year, but uh, I think it will be part of it. I know my top one already. <laughs> we'll get so to that later on, but. Oh, true. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, My number four is kind of cheating. I have two as my number four because I really couldn't decide between them. One of the bands I started liking a lot more recently, and one of them has kind of been in my life almost as long as MCR. Yeah, that was like right after. Um, So the two bands are All Time Low and Sleeping With Sirens. Uh, Sleeping With Sirens is probably the band I started liking right after My Chemical Romance. Mm -hmm. I... I love Sleeping With Sirens. You loved them before me. Yeah, and then, but I'm also the one who got you into them, so that's valid. Yeah, so then I was like, oh, I actually really... What was the first song that you listened to by them? Better Off Dead. So it was a little later. Yeah, I guess. So I was only listening to, like, My Chem... That's not true. I was listening to, like, My Chem, Simple Plan, Good Charlotte and stuff, and then I got into... Oh, the 42-song pop-punk mashup. <laughs> that was my point. Yeah. Let's keep going. But also, I think my parents listened to that stuff, so I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Um. Anyway. um, And then All Time Low is a lot more recent. I think during quarantine, I, I was looking, I was craving new music. So I was like, um, All Time Low had a brand new album at that time. So I was oh, like, yeah, I was I like, I'm going to listen. Was that Wake Up Sunshine? Yeah. I was like, I'm going to listen to that. And then from there, I started listening to their older, which is so weird because four years ago, I went to an All Time Low concert. Mm-hmm. But that's when Last Young Renegade came out. And yeah. I like that album. I've but I listened ne- to it. I only know Dirty Laundry. Oh, no, you also love. Lost in Stereo. Isn't that Lost the same one? Lost in Stereo is on Future Heart. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a wrong. big Future Hearts fan because that's okay, the that makes that was sense. out when I saw them. Never mind. Um, uh, I think I was a big Dirty Laundry fan. Mm-hmm. I loved that album, but I didn't listen to their old stuff. So when their new album came out recently, that's when I went and I yeah. listened to all their old stuff and I was like, why haven't I listened to all of this before? You know? So... Mm-hmm. But there's just three bands. That- I just realized how fucking stupid I am. Um, Lost in Stereo is not on Future Hearts. I don't remember what that album's called, but it's it's the one that Sick Little Games is on and like Damned If I Do Ya. I was thinking, oh, yeah. of, I would. I don't know why you said Lost in Stereo on my head. Went said, "Don't you go, don't you go" oh, is on Future Hearts. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because that's my favorite one. Yeah. Okay. okay. Just to clarify, I'm not stupid. We get stuff mixed up. Yeah, I'm just but a bit the the thing is, I can't put Sleeping with Sirens in my top three because there's top there's three bands who I'm like, no, they're my yeah, top three. Yeah. So all time low and Sleeping with Sirens. I'm sorry, they they have to be together. They can, they can share because they're, they're buds. I can't kick Lynn off of the list mm-hmm. either. So, um, yeah, that's that's my number four. Um, my number four is again not an emo band. Queen. Which I, is 
like valid, you know? Yeah. Well, they, cause they, they, you know, like they have like, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, let's just take that because everyone knows that song. You know, there's like this nice little ballad, you know, and then it's like opera, opera, opera. Right. You know, like okay, like they were going outside of the norm. I'm gonna time. be completely honest. I loved Queen, but I only like some of their basic stuff that everyone knows. And then Good Omens came out. Yeah. And that's when I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, Queen is like, oh my god. I listened to, okay, so my entire sophomore year and about half of my junior year, I only listened to Queen, David Bowie, Elton John. I remember the David Bowie. <laughs> and Rex Orange County. <laughs> I don't know why. And only three songs I listened to. The um, first three make sense, but yeah, the, the well, fourth I, one. I listened to Sunflower, um, Best Friend, and Loving is Easy all the time. <laughs> and I don't know why. It's That's interesting. Yeah. Eh. And I just want to say this. I wish I wrote Who Wants to Live Forever. Uh, who? Oh, it's so good. That song is so good. I, I love how they have the part where Brian May sings too. Right. I love, I love is, Roger um, Taylor. Do you remember when I used to think that Roger Taylor was really hot? Right. That was sophomore year. Well, <laughs> what was it? This wasn't with you. This is my other friends. I was like, we were just kind of chilling one time, and I was like, I'd let Roger Taylor take my socks off. <laughs> you know, like, um, it ain't gay if you have socks on. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> my number three is Rise Against, um, which again is a lot more recent. Not really, but a little. Okay, I knew Rise Against because my parents love Rise Against. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, um, they went to two Rise Against concerts. The first time I kind of argued with them. because I, It might be the first one. It might have been the second one. You argued. I don't know. Well, one of the times they went, they were with Pierce the Veil. I wasn't that big of a Pierce the Veil fan, but I wanted to, mm-hmm. I wanted to see them live because I knew yeah. they were really good live. Um, but the thing is, I like my parents didn't take me, and then they, I I listened to Rise Against a little bit too, but I knew kind of like their basic stuff, like Savior and um, all you of calling me out and Hero of War and all, all I know and all of that, but um. Um, anyway, so my parents saw them twice without me, and every time they were like, Jocelyn, you gotta see this band. And I was like, okay. Did it take me? Take me, because I I was too young to really, like, buy tickets for myself or go by myself. Um, so then they were like, okay, next time they're around, we'll take you. Well, they were in Summerfest this, uh, last, this last time, so, um. September? September. Yeah. So in September, I hadn't been to a concert in two years. All Time Low was, no, Pentaton, sorry, I'm mixing up. All Time Low was the last time I went to um, a different place. Um, my last concert was Pentatonics, and then COVID hit later on. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't been to a concert in two years, and then Rise Against came to Summerfest, and I told my parents, this is going to be the show that I go back to. Like, this is my uh post-covid show and i went and it was incredible and i and rise against a new a new album this year and uh, i just i love them 
they're so good also the lead singer hit me with his water bottle (laughs) he like threw it into the crowd and it hit me (laughs) i have the water bottle so if i ever meet him i'm gonna tell him you hit me with this you hit me with the water bottle tim tim (laughs) you're on a first name basis yeah tim what the hell he hit me Oh, no, I know how to say oh, you it. Do now? It's, it's McElrath. Okay, you didn't. Yeah, I do now because okay. it, it, he has the little way to pre- oh. say it in his Instagram bio. Anyway, Daddy. so that's my number three. Um, my number three is Smashing Pumpkins. Um, I don't really have much to say about them. I do. They're just I good. I gotta say, though, I don't like any of their albums past. No, I'm counting Infinite Sadness. My mom would agree yeah but, but there's like there's adore. so much there's so much uh well it, like drama with it yeah because they, they weren't smashing fucking hate each other <laughs> they weren't smashing pumpkins for a while either yeah right they, have the they, they lost the right i don't remember the name of i don't remember well, but what then, happened. They, then they all broke up well first okay so they kicked out the drummer and then it was yeah. just the three of them there's a lot of drama and um the guitarist and the bassist are exes they still get along but like and then they lot like they were still making music, and then they broke up, and then Billy Corgan, I hate that bitch, um, decide, oh, we're gonna bring Smashing Pumpkins back, but then the other fear like, no. So then Billy Corgan was like, fine, I'll do it myself, and he brought back three different people, which doesn't even ma- that's like saying Gerard Way like exactly. brings back. Exactly. He's like, by the way, Mike Hem is back, but it's just me. it's not Mikey. It's it's it's, it's literally me. <laughs> Yeah, well, and then... You oh, can't bring my chem back without exactly. the four of them. And they are back together now almost entirely, but their bassist isn't because um she and Billy had this huge fight Yeah, or something. Which, I mean... It's... Like, they tried being friends again, but then, like, he would go on tour and, like, would, like, kind of ghost her, and she'd be like, hey, where are you? Are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm on tour. And she's like, oh, can you tell me when you're going to be wherever so I can come see you? And then he'd be like, hey, sorry, <laughs> tour's over. Like, Literally so much drama. I hate Billy Corgan. Anyway. But their music's good. Uh, my number two is Water Parks. Another band that I saw post-COVID. Very good. Oh very, my god. We, we'll talk about this a little later on. Yeah. We have an episode we plan on talking about concerts that we've been to. But uh, we met Austin Knight five years ago. Um, I've been a fan since... Then. Se- like, since then. We met him November 5th. The day after they released Double Dare. Yeah. Uh, which is my birthday. So I share a birthday with that album. So it, it it's special mm-hmm. to me. Waterparks is special to me. I met Austin twice. He's an amazing human being. Like, Got a lot of energy. He's very energetic, but he Ooh. doesn't get the attention he needs. As an artist. As an artist. His lyrics are amazing. Mm-hmm. His, like, they hit. He's so talented. Honestly. And I think people just they see him as this energetic wild person. Like, and they Austin don't funny. they don't focus yeah, on what he's like, saying. Like, like colorful hair boy jump on stage. Oh, he's so good. And, and the other two, like Otto and Jeff, amazing. And their friendship and their dynamic, like it's so good. And the mm-hmm. fact that they've been together since high school. Yeah. It's like all time low. They they've been all together time. forever. And they were like, you know, we're going to take this chance and try. Mm-hmm. And they did. look at them. They're, they're so good. I, I love them. Anyway, that's my, um, my two. I could oh, talk yeah. about water parks forever. 
Um, my number two is, and I know it's embarrassing. I don't care. My number two is Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh because I love Weezer. It happened so suddenly too. It Her was dad just hates Weezer. He doesn't hate Weezer. He doesn't understand it. Okay. My dad doesn't like Nirvana. And it's yeah. one of the, it's, it's the same with Weezer and Nirvana where he's like, I understand why people, people like, like them. Yeah. I just can't like it myself. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Mm-hmm. I, I have my own bands where I'm yeah. like that. Well, and the thing is about Weezer is that they're, I think one thing that people don't like about them is that they have changed their sound over the years. Which but I, like, that's why people don't like uh, Danger Days, like, exactly, with MCR. Well, and you can't, like, okay, so at the time of recording, their newest album was Van Weezer, and that No Okay Human came out this year, and they're totally different from the Blue Album, because they're fucking 50 years old now. Exactly. They're not going to be writing the same angsty music that they were writing when, in their 20s. Like, you honestly, That's why, if like, you think that Sleeping With Sirens and all-time low years from now are still going to be writing stuff like Madness exactly. or like um, like Dirty Laundry and all mm-hmm. of that, like, no. Like, things change. Even, yeah. like... And that's what I like about Weezer. And Each I, of their albums are different. Exactly. And Are I, there ones that are better? Yeah. Yeah, but... I'm not going to put Teal at the top of my list because it's a cover album. Right. <laughs> Is the Blue album my favorite? Absolutely. But yeah, I I've learned to appreciate Weezer a little more. I don't listen to them, but the fact that they're everywhere, you literally can't do anything without hearing Weezer. Exactly, like you, it's insane. You could literally. I connect mean, maybe even if it's not just Weezer, if it if you just boil it down to just Rivers, you can connect him to almost anything. Like mm-hmm. my parents play a game where they both name a celebrity and they try to figure mm-hmm. out how that celebrity is connected. Yeah. You could do that with Rivers. Like, so, literally. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I love Weezer. Anyway. Um, I did see them. I saw Hello Makeup. Yeah. Still. I didn't get to go. Fan. Shut <laughs> up. I didn't go, but I also went to two concerts in a row. Yeah. Um, week after week. Also, so. between Weezer and Fall Out Boy when I was there, I was having a meltdown. Texting Jaws went off. Like, this is so hot. She's like, what the fuck? I'm like, because he has a mullet. I think it was working too. I was sitting there. I'm like, I'm working. Well, and I was messaging my other friend, um, who also went, and I was like, dude, Rivers is so hot. And she was like, what the fuck? He has a mullet. I know. And she was like, you like the mullet? She's gay, so like, no. But who likes mullets? I don't. I don't like mullets, but I like his mullet. <laughs> okay. I think it's the mustache. Oh my god. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> I don't like on. facial hair either. Nope. Okay, let's keep going. Okay, I think it's not going to be a surprise that both of us share a number one and our number one. Do you? <laughs> I'm done. Okay, you're done. <laughs> you're done. All right. Our number one for both of us is My Chemical Romance. Um, love those boys. I literally love My Chemical Romance. Uh, so much. Uh, I think we've talked about them a lot already, but uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Uh, speak- if you've had, if you think you've had enough of my chemical romance, tune in to episode two. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, our second episode. Uh, I think we're gonna end this here because our second episode is actually gonna be us ranking the My Chemical Romance 
albums. And by that, I mean, we, we go into the albums and we rank every single song in each of the albums. Yeah. Um, it's a we lot. We have some differences. Uh, which is a surprise, which yeah. we were surprised. A lot of shock. For those who don't know, we had to record that episode before this one. So um, mm-hmm. uh, if you would like to join i definitely recommend making your own list of the albums and comparing it to us and even maybe sharing it to us on either like our uh we have two social medias we have we have instagram which is at basement rave podcast and then we have tiktok which is at basement rave i believe um for some reason basement rave was taken on instagram (laughs) i don't know who it is right it's not me it's not us it's not us but anyway, um, yeah, that's that's the juice, baby. Yeah, so tune in to next week's episode and listen to us rant about our favorite band. It's a long one. It's almost an hour and a half. You prepared. Anyway, thank you for watching Basement Rave. Um, we hope you enjoyed this. Again, I'm your host, Jocelyn. And I'm your other host, Eli. Right. <laughs> See ya. Peace out. <laughs>